Welcome to part two. I'm Ted. I'm joined here with Matt and Jared and Jack Straps on the phone with us. And let's continue. Sports talk. Like Shea Patterson. Like, what's going on here? What are. Yeah, that's a great topic. I mean, what is going on with the NCAA, number one? Why are they letting that hang out so much? I yeah, mean, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I think it's Ole Miss objected to it. Everyone expected them to They just to it. did, though. Right. What's but taken so long? They did that on purpose so that he, he – like some reason, like they wait till the very last day, like right. that's that's hurt him in some way. Or right. I I read it. Yeah. I don't remember how, but yeah, and he's had to wait. Yeah, he's had to wait. I mean, and that was expected because if they if they admitted to um you know leading him in the wrong way, then that's them admitting fault. So everyone True. expected them to say you know he's blowing this out of proportion. Right. And that them objecting doesn't affect the NCAA's decision. They can do whatever they want. But I don't know why they're dragging their feet. Like I, I read something that his his lawyer. Uh, came out with and he said all the facts are there right like everything is out there like if you wait another week you're not going to figure anything else out so like whether you decide now or in a month you you know what you're going to do have they let any of the others you know is he alone or are all of them kind of sitting in limbo i I feel like one of the guys did finally get cleared but i think the rest of them are sitting in limbo too because their their argument is the same as patterson's right so I I actually have on uh, good authority one, one of my buddies all airs laundry, but he actually had a court appearance. <laughs> Shea Patterson did, no, or your buddy? No, my buddy did. Oh, okay. And when he was there, they announced Shea Patterson's name, and they said that he that he had like a lawyer there. He said that he couldn't be there because of road conditions. Sna- I am friends with him on Snapchat. Later that yeah. day, there's like a Snapchat of him like just blaring music like in his car, like driving. Really? <laughs> it was just kind of funny. In in Michigan? Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, is like, and, and you can tell because so you're saying Snapchat. Shea Patterson was on the docket. Yes, huh. and he, I don't, know, they rescheduled, I guess. Oh. But and yeah. I just because you see on the Snapchat, like they, you can put a filter, and it's like a Ann Arbor, right. like on the bottom of it. So. You might have just you you didn't air your friend's dirty laundry, but you might have just aired Shea Patterson. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. <laughs> Maybe that's a big break. I guess <laughs> <Right>. allegedly. <laughs> well, no, I don't. So what do you guys think? If do you think Michigan's season like hinges on if Patterson is eligible? Like you think, like it's make or break if he plays or not. Spite's gone. Well, I think so. it's make or break to have a really good season. I mean, I'm not all that confident on the other quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, I think he's the difference maker in one or two games personally. Yeah, I, yeah. I think the biggest thing for me is because I, I watched a lot of him last year because he played in the SEC. He's a scrambler. He actually looks a lot like Johnny Manziel when he plays back when right. Manziel was winning the Heisman. So, given that Michigan's offensive line isn't very good, and we saw what. Spate did. He's a basically gr- a statue back there in the pocket, yeah, and he like broke his fit. back. That- so I think Patterson. I mean, we didn't see a whole lot out of Peters last year, and then you know we haven't seen Dylan McCaffrey on the field at all. So to me, right now, like Patterson is almost like a make or break. I, I think I've said this before. Like I don't care. Like honestly, I think I would rather have like you know how Denard Robinson like they they might have won like seven games and lost five. I'd rather have that season like getting to watch him every watch Saturday than watch yeah. like them yeah. go like ten and two and yeah. like win the Outback Bowl. Like that's what P- P- uh, Patterson brings. He's got some swag, yeah. I, and I will definitely. He's must watch. I'm, I'll watch him. I don't know if it'll translate to wins or not, but you got to watch him when he's yeah. definitely better. Guys, than is, uh, is Harbaugh indirectly to blame here from a standpoint that the SEC coaches can't stand him because he tried setting up shop in Southeast Conference country? That's a fair question. I think. Yeah, I, I think it. I feel like the things that he started to do. The SEC coaches were just mad they didn't think of doing it right. first because mm-hmm. the satellite camps and taking the team on trips over to Paris and stuff like that. 
you know, this SEC coaches got mad, but it's like, this is all within the rules. You guys could have been doing this all yeah. along. Like, I think it's almost that. And he was dipping into their uh, recruiting, their recruiting yeah. pipelines. Oh, without so, a doubt. You know. Hey, since you, uh, you're you tightly uh, knit into the SEC community there at ESPN, uh, it kind of was under the radar just happened that uh, I see Alabama and Nick Saban were at the White House and got a jersey presentation from – or gave Trump a you presentation. Had to swing that in there a little bit. Put politics into it. A little bit. Classic no. dad move. Yeah, it did but it kept it low key. Yeah, it kept it low key, and you know, I leave it at that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, it's just one of those things. Like, I fair enough. You could see on half of the players' faces they didn't want to be there. Right. But if you have an invitation to go to the White House, yeah. Regardless of right. what your political views are, it's hard to turn down a trip to the White House. No doubt. So. Have you guys seen uh, like Harbaugh, like the or the Michigan documentary? Have you had a chance to watch it yet? I haven't That's watched on, it yet. I haven't watched it yet. Is that on Netflix was, or Amazon? I mean, Amazon I want Prime. to. It's uh, yeah, Amazon Prime, yeah. and it's just what I I don't know. Have you have either of you guys seen Last Chance You? Yep. That you just watch Last Chance You, and it's how it's all you can. See, it's literally unfiltered. Like what they did is what you see. Is it any good? Last year, oh, you got to watch. That. No, no, the Harbaugh. One. Oh, but. It's it's like if I wasn't a Michigan fan, I don't know why you would watch it. Right. And it's just you can tell that like Harbaugh had like the last like look at it. Right. Like it's pr- it's pretty like PG, and mm. it, there's just nothing like that's my complaint about it. Right. Like, yeah. Where if you haven't seen Last Chance You, it's not the PG. it's it, it's not that at all. <laughs> but, I like that stuff too. Yeah. Believe it or not, it's cool because I mean Last Chance You, you get to see like what that culture is like. Uh-huh. So that's what I was kind of hoping with this Michigan one that you would get to see a little more. And I, I haven't watched it yeah. yet, but I've read that it is a little. You could tell it's. Vanilla edited, edited pretty mm-hmm. pretty heavily, but it's one of those things. I read people talk about it. It just feeds into the hatred of Michigan football because it's like this is an eight and five team with a coach who came in hyped, hasn't really done anything, and they're getting a documentary series yeah. on Amazon Prime. Yeah. But, hey, another one I want to throw out, fellas, is uh, did you you had to have seen the uh, Andre Ingram debut with mm-hmm. the Lakers? Obviously, mm-hmm. you did. Yeah. What kind of story is that? I mean, that's, that's just like, uh, that's, that's unbelievable. Talking about baseball movies, it's like that that Dennis Quaid baseball movie. What was that the, the Rookie? Yeah, when he was in the minors for oh. whatever a hundred years. Oh, they got to make he, a movie about this, don't they? Yeah, I think they have to. Did you Did you they, see that about Ingram? I saw that was really cool. I did like that. Thirty two years old. What a, just what a but what a PR move from just the Lakers. Just bring him sure. up for the last couple of games, like right, big time PR move. From that. that that was great. That was unbelievable in itself. But then to come out firing nineteen points, hits his first three pointer. I mean. How's that happen? Oh, you know that he was had butterflies beyond sure. belief, and it was just awesome to see him. You could tell. I don't know if Luke Walton, the coach, or if he just had the mindset of like, this might be my only yeah, chance to play in the fly. NBA. I'm going to shoot as much as yeah. I can, and I it, thought that was awesome. What I don't get, guys, I tell you right now, that's Americana to the finest. We've got so much divisiveness in this country and so many problems, but when you look at what he did, that is quintessential America. Did I just say quintessential? You did. I didn't you know did. it was part of my vocabulary. Amen, brother, though. I agree with you. have a guy go to work, bring his lunch bucket, have a dream, and say, I am not going to give up until I get that dream. And you know what? If that's all he ever plays the rest of his life, that guy's going to be sitting happy in his rocking chair someday when he's my age. Well put, Jack. Uh, and we were talking about that before we uh, started recording here about the the negativity in the world and especially this country right now. I don't know where we're going to end up, but it, people need to lighten up a little bit, get rid of some of this negativity, and and work together. How about that for an editorial statement? 
That's you like that, on. Jared? That's boring, isn't it? That's a boring old man thing. It's coming from the guy, I swear, every time I see you, all you want to talk about is the MSU story. <laughs> so I, I, you're contradicting yeah. yourself. It's, it's an interesting, I mean, interesting in, in a certain yeah. way kind of story. It's like, a new it, story. It's Yeah, there's, and there's stuff that keeps coming out. Yeah. Like, it, to me, it's one of those things, like, I don't know every detail of the story, but I, I try and keep up on it a little bit. But they've handled it wrong, from obviously, for the last, like, 25 years. But ever since the story came out, They've handled it so wrong. Oh, absolutely. And then especially with the John Engler stuff that came out today in, in the testimonies. Um, I don't – like, how do you how do you not, like, sit back and say, like, we have to do everything – we have to tighten this up. Yeah. Because this is already looking the, really bad, right. obviously. Is the John – like, didn't they try to pay off a victim or something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's, that's the allegation. Was, right? yeah. 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 Yep. So. I mean, it's just getting ugly over there. We've talked about it many times, you know. Uh, they got a clean house. They got to start with the trustees because that's who hired Angler to come in as interim president of the university. I mean, they. they I wait, said he it. Just wait, did this? What's after that? the after this whole thing's happened? He just tried to pay off a victim. Yeah, that for was, what that was There's like a million the tes- victims. Yeah, that was one of the testimonies today. One of the girls came in and said that Angler, she met him with her mom, and he offered 250 grand for her to basically keep shut. And this is on top What's the of the point of that. This is on top of the the recent allegations for the 2015 basketball team. You heard about that as yeah. well, right? Mm-hmm. Three players have been accused of sexual misconduct, and then that one's not going away either because there's a lawsuit against the university on that one. Yep. So I, I just hey guys, the only thing I want to say about that is the fact that you know if somebody is wrong. Obviously, they deserve to have their day in court, and and obviously, if they're wrong, they need to be penalized to the fullest extent of the law. But the one thing I can't stand in this country right now is this mob mentality. You know, if if a black young black person gets shot, then every cop is a racist. At Michigan State, you got some bad apples. Oh, it must be a university that's just totally gone wild, and you better not send your daughter there. I mean, come on. There's got to be some sanity. A mist among all this stuff, and just like the the Me Too movement, obviously I respect that, but it doesn't mean every guy is is a whore and out to to do bad to women. Yeah. And and I'm just saying, sometimes that mob mentality is just going too far. Wow, this isn't this isn't the 1930s anymore. I mean, women are allowed to vote now, Jack. But that, that is pretty good wisdom by the old fellow there, though. It is a good know? point because especially on Twitter, that's what you see. You see, like, a tweet come out with a certain headline, and everyone just starts retweeting it, yep. retweeting it, giving their little thoughts, like, why would I send my daughter there, those kind of things, and Which before is, they actually, like, look into what the story actually it's ridiculous, is. ridiculous, so, for sure. So it, it is a good point. Quick pause here just to remind our uh, listeners that Corona Connection, that's one of our sponsors. That's a direct mail paper sent to all of Corona Vernon and Chiawassee County parts of Lennon. You can also pick up a copy of the latest edition at many Corona businesses and Kroger, and you can read the writings by our own Jared Fattel in the Corona Connection, right? Mitch nice Alvin. job, by the way. I haven't said it publicly, but you did a little article on this old guy here, and it turned out real nice. Did a good job. <laughs> I'm sure you appreciated it. It was it, it was it was a pleasure to write it, and like I, I mean, like I mentioned in it, you know, I've always looked up to you. Oh, and, high five, uh, nephew! High five, All right, you're getting a nice Christmas but, present this yeah. year. Yeah, uh, he's, I, don't know, I guess you have gotten me like a birthday present before. Tell, tell our listeners what I get you every birthday. Well, yeah. So every every uh, every birthday, he'll tradition. He'll give you, yeah, it's a, it's a great tradition. I can appreciate it. He he'll get you an old like sports uh, magazine. So like this inside year, inside sports. Oh, nice. Yeah, inside nice, sports. Nice. This year, I got like uh, what it's uh, Roberto Duran and like Sugar Ray Leonard. Okay. 
I will say it's cool. a bit depressing. I thought that what you said that once we turn 18 that we get Playboys. I know. Uh, well, Playboys stop, stopped showing nudity, so maybe that's right. why he changed it. Well, plus Ted got married, so he had to get rid of all that stuff. <laughs> uh, supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's shown me before like five or six years ago. This guy all stashed like in his garage. This is at his old house. Well, there's though. some collector's editions there. You just can't <laughs> yeah, get rid of. Worth some money. <laughs> hey, Jared, you got to see this 1962 Playmate. It's unbelievable. <laughs> those I would not want. I've seen like some of those photos. I wouldn't I don't know no, how people looked like at the, those like for pleasure. I don't know how people looked at those for pleasure, guys. That's all I'll say. I, to I, I'm own. not even going to come. To each their own. <laughs> we all know what I'm doing. I think we definitely have covered the gamut tonight, guys. That's for darn sure. Yeah, no doubt. I've seen this comparison. So, like, I've always kind of wondered, you know, I saw this today and I kind of like, oh, yeah, maybe that is what he's like. Like, Magic Johnson, like, how was he good, like, without shooting? Would You guys have watched him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've watched Ben Simmons. Are they, is that pretty much like what, like, what each of them are, like, that's what they each did. Like, they just kind of controlled the game, didn't really shoot it, or... I don't know what Magic's overall shooting stats are. In His his shot wasn't the prettiest looking, but I, he was a pretty good shot, I thought. I Do mean, you, isn't, it's, like a, it's like a set shot. It's like, like a one hand. It takes to shoot it, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, but that wasn't his, his top forte. Obviously, it was driving and dishing. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that today's NBA has changed what point guards are completely. Yeah. Because back then, I mean, we talked about Stockton earlier. I mean, Isaiah Thomas really, he wasn't necessarily like a sharpshooter from the outside. Mm-hmm. He could shoot, but he wasn't like Steph Curry. So, like, point guards back in the day, they didn't need to shoot because you had shooting guards. That's yeah, why that's, that's right. why the two guard was called a shooting guard because that, that was the dude you kicked it to, and he shot the ball. Isaiah so, and Dumars, what a great team, Exactly. Huh? So, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm sure if those guys I, – I would be curious to ask, like, how much of those guys actually worked on shooting threes in practice. Like, I'm sure they did, but, like – Curry, that's probably all, all he does in practice is just and, right. shoot threes and like half court, like not just at the three point line. He goes all the way back to like half court. So like, I would be curious to ask the, those guys that. I mean, I would think not that much. Like, wasn't it when they when did they first introduce it? Like the, the three point shot. Yeah, uh, like eighty five. It wasn't. It was after I mean, well, the NBA they had oh, it before yeah. college, but the ABA started it. it. Oh right, right. You know what the ABA is? Yeah, yeah, the, like Julius Serving, right? The Flint okay. Tropics. Yeah. yeah. They they start. Hey guys, they to... I think it's also important to point out. You know, you look at a guy like Bill Russell. You know, who has all those championship rings, and was he surrounded by good players? Uh, absolutely. But you know, all all of us guys. I mean, granted, I didn't play any any high competitive sports, but I feel like I know sports pretty well. There's a big word that we're not talking about, and it's spelled W I N N E R. You take a guy like Magic Johnson, put his skill set aside. Obviously, he was terrific, but you can't measure a person's heart and what they bring to the team, and you could go on and on about the greats had that competitive drive. Look at Larry Bird. He had that will to win no matter what. He stole our hearts against the Pistons that one year. It's crazy. Well, that's an absolutely perfect point there, Jack. Mm -hmm. Well put. By the way, can you stick with us for a little while longer? Yeah, I'm getting a little tired, guys. It's past my bedtime already, but, you know, those tater tots are sort of sticking to me a little bit, but uh, I need think to get I that can hang in there. Go ahead. You need to get that 8 o'clock coffee. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, you don't want to see me on coffee, do you, Matt? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Thank you. No, I think it's one of those things, too, that, like, uh, it depends on what kind of NBA you like. We, we've talked about the mm-hmm. NBA before. 
I kind of grew up like through kind of like three different generations of basketball. Started with the bad boys, but then like you hate on the early 2000s. You say that's like the worst I, era I, of basketball. I think ever. we can agree, Ted. That's the worst. I love the early done. 2000s, but even today's who are the game, stars in the early 2000s? Remind me, like, Kobe, I mean, Allen, Allen Iverson, Shaq. It was it was a lot more big guys. You know, yeah. Tim Duncan was still there. David okay. Robinson, okay. Yao Ming. Uh, Kobe, obviously. Yeah, I, li- I like the flashy players a little bit better. I might go along with that uh, if I had to pick an era, you know. So you're saying that is the worst era? Well, if you throw out like '70s and all that, probably. Right. I guess that's my point too. Like, kind of, I think what Jack was talking about a little bit. Like, if you take, I, I've always made this argument. People talk about like Wilt Chamberlain being one of the best players of all time, and I'm, I'm sure he was phenomenal. There, he was. He like towered over everyone back in that day. If you took him. His skill set, and you put him in the the '90s when there were actual centers, you know, like Shaq and David Robinson and Hakeem Olajuwon. Like, would he have scored a hundred points in a no, game? No Probably way. not. No. I don't even think there was three seconds in the key. There wasn't that rule when he played, so he would literally <laughs> yeah. just camp the only under guy, the hoop. No. The only guy that could even stop him was Russell. Well, that's right. it. That's like like George Mikan. Right. Like kind of similar. Geez. Yeah. He's a giant. <laughs> he he had like Yao Ming like... playing against a JV team or something. Exactly. Like that. Like, so that that's one thing I talk about. Like when you talk about greatest players of all time, it's always fun to debate it. And Kobe is the greatest of all time. We know that. But <laughs> you know, it, like it's one of those things. Like it, what generation are we talking about? Because even like it's come up lately. You know, with Russell Westbrook, he he averaged averaged a triple double again this season yeah. for for the season. So people are talking about would Jordan ever do it? And it's like, well, are we talking about like in today's game? Because I I think no doubt because oh, without the, a doubt. the defensive rules that in today's game are so much different. So. Right. I don't, it's like an argument that'll never actually be solved. <laughs> I know it is a it is like it's a, I I you perked my interest. You said Kobe's the best player. Yep. I heard this is like just kind of a funny little. That's because he is. But <laughs> I'm at I'm at Western and you know the furthest thing on my mind at that point is uh, sports and stuff and just that. But I'm walking through the crowd, just a packed crowd. And I hear some guy like talking about like the Cleveland Cavaliers, like how they're not gonna make it out of the second round. And I just realized something like I could be doing like I don't even know, like the coolest thing in the world, but if you you will sucker me in every time with these stupid arguments, these NBA arguments. I could talk about Especially I could talk if all LeBron's day involved. Yeah. If LeBron's yeah. involved, hundred percent. But talking about Kobe, hundred mm-hmm. percent honest, give me James Harden over Kobe. You put James Harden on Sha- on Shaquille O'Neal with Shaquille O'Neal, like he wins probably four titles, not three. You, you would take Harden over Kobe, huh? Yes. Uh, I'm, not, I'm with Matt on that one. No way. What's he I ever think- won? Do you talk about these guys, Bill Russo, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. They had cojones and heart. I'm telling you, man, they got that fighting spirit, and, and, and they're fantastic players, but you're out of your mind, Jared. <laughs> uh, see, I'm with Jack no, Strapp. This is... James, sell it, sell it, Jared. It's Come not on. Hard to when you're Kobe Bryant to just jump on Shaq's uh, coattails and win a few titles. Shaq he, was he won like, it without Shaq. He was okay he, he with won. Paul Gasol. People forget how good like Paul Gasol was. Well, Gasol was, was legit. Slouch. I think. Paul Gasol. Yeah, Paul Gasol, Andrew Bynum, Lamar Odom. Those are good teams. Saying I took too many hits in the head. I'm telling you right now. There's no doubt about it. Plus, Kobe Bryant did it over the long haul. We're talking extreme, professional, high-caliber ball over a long stretch. I mean, like, what's high-caliber ball? Like, shooting a million shots? Like, that's just, shot like, scoring shot. some that, that was his game. <laughs> the thing with you, I, I get so bothered when people, like, discredit Kobe's uh, titles with Shaq and say that he hopped on Shaq's coattails. 
Kobe had to carry those games a lot. Yeah. Shaq was the most dominant player in the game at that time for sure. But Kobe had to carry those games because back then there was that Shaq, hack-a-shack rule, and Shaq a lot of times was in foul trouble or they took him out because they didn't want him to be want shooting to shoot. free throws. Right. Kobe had to carry a lot of those games. He had a lot of buzzer beaters. He had a lot of – in those finals, he had to take over a lot of games. So, yes. Plus, you know, you know Harden has a lot of championships right now. He does. And all those <laughs> playoff wins like, too. I feel like Harden wouldn't, wouldn't push away the best player of the decade. Though that's, you, you I mean, he's like a push him away. You should have stuck with uh, your LeBron, LeBron argument there, Jared. Harden is not even in Time the conversation. Will tell. I feel like this is the sort of thing we'll look back in thirty years, like Harden, analytics and yeah, like Kobe was not a, that good of a player. Harden's a stat stat sheet stuffer. I think if if he played in an era back then, his numbers would not be what they are now no because all he does, I mean, it's step guys back three, have, step back three, which he can shoot. Obviously, he's a really good shooter. But he gets some of the most BS foul calls on him, and he goes to the line and scores a lot of points at the foul line. But he gets so many rebounds that guys are just gifting him, just like Russell Westbrook, because guys have said, like, it's easier to let these guys get the rebound because then we don't have to outlet it to them. Now, these guys get the rebound. But sometimes, guys, statistics are misleading. I don't know exactly what Westbrook has compared to, say, Jordan in his heyday or anything else, but sometimes, again, the stats are going to lie a little bit for various reasons. He's a, he's a hell of a ball player, but, again, you've you got to judge some other tangibles there. And, and, again, we're not trying to discredit Harden. Obviously, he's a great NBA ball player. I'm just saying Kobe is – you can't argue he's one of the best. But if you want to argue, Jared, go ahead. <laughs> You got permission. I'll argue, I'll argue that all day long. So you'll but, argue Harden over Kobe. Yeah, there's no way. No you can make way a legitimate in hell. No way in hell. You, not well, so even first, close. First of all, the easiest is Harden hasn't even been to. An, well, he was at an Indian NBA yep. Finals with Thunder, but he hasn't won an NBA title. So I mean, that's it, it's easy to just say. That's. It I mean, well, that's where I go. Like with his team. I mean, it's all about winning, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then. So Bill Russell's the best of all time. Then Robert Ory. He's one of the best. Bill Russell's obviously one of the best but of all time. Are we are we going off of or is that is that what we're going off of? Just winning alone or not alone? It, not alone. You obviously you can't go winning alone because then guys like Robert Ory would be scrubs. Up there. Yeah. So <laughs> when, you, when you're talking about the guys who are clearly in the top ten, like Bill Russell, like Kobe, and then they also have those titles. That's why LeBron needed to start winning titles to actually be up there in that conversation. I mean, I mean, Jordan had stats, and he also was six for six in NBA Finals. Right. But he didn't go to an NBA Finals until Pippen came around. Right. And people forget you have about to have You have to have, you the have, to have other pieces. Like well, and, and, and it wasn't just Pippen, guys. But let's face it, Isaiah Thomas is another example that he made the other players better. Sure, they had other players on the Pistons. But, uh, you know, let's not forget that they were a, a pretty formidable foe to keep Jordan out of the mix, too. But Jordan, the winner that he is, knew that eventually he's going to have his days in court. And he did. Mm-hmm. And that's my thing with Jordan, too, is – I feel like I feel like his myth, I love to call it his myth because I think people today like if you question anybody else being the greatest of all time than Michael Jordan, people are like blown away. They're like no way, there's no way you can make an argument. And I, I feel like the myth is all we ever see nowadays are all of his great games. Yeah. You know, back when he played, there was no Twitter, there was no Facebook, there was no YouTube. You go to YouTube now, every bad play that LeBron makes, every bad game that Kobe had, every buzzer beater that Kobe missed is on YouTube. Everyone sees that stuff. You don't really ever see anything bad that Jordan did. So the myth is that this dude, he was 6-for-6 six six in NBA Finals, so that's legit. But the the myth is like he, he it's like he never missed a shot. Yeah. Because all everyone ever, ever talks about is he's 6-for-6 six six in NBA Finals. He, did, he has all these numbers. He's the greatest of all time. And if you make an argument – 
Like it's like you're an idiot. Yeah, well, you got to like, be able no. to argue. I think I think I will admit that Jordan he did start. He had the PR machine working for him. He mm-hmm. had the McDonald's commercials. Nike. He had the movies. You know, I mean, he had the just do it. Good looking guy. Yep. You know, he had that whole personality going along with the six championships, yep. along with the lockdown defense. I mean, he was defensive player of the year more than once, wasn't yep. he? Yeah, he was. And to to that point too, he also he also thrived in a time where there wasn't social media, right? Because he was one of the biggest assholes that anyone who ever played all with him says. Without if a he, doubt, if he was the way he was, and there was Twitter and Facebook and all that, there is no way people would look at him the same. I because sh- what people forget when he went to baseball, one of the reasons that people <laughs> say he got out of baseball is because he was getting caught up in gambling. Yes. Could you imagine right now if LeBron was getting caught up in a gambling ring? Yeah, that's he, easy. His whole got a career. perfect. Because right now we've talked about it. Like LeBron has a pretty clean slate, yeah. Yeah. and it's impressive. If he got caught up in something like that and had to step away from the game like Jordan did, yeah, game over. And I, and I, the fair statement or the fair argument is you got to put LeBron in the in the conversation with Jordan. There's no doubt. Mm-hmm. I think those are the two guys, isn't it, that you usually hear about? Okay, Kobe. I'll give you Kobe in there too. That is such your fandom. Just speaking, uh, I mean, you can't honestly. Do you honestly? Mm-hmm. You put Kobe over MJ, honestly. I think it's one A and one B. You can put him oh, right okay. there in the argument, in the mm-hmm. discussion. Uh, I'll, I'll, like Kevin Durant, like I'll take him over Kobe. No, nah. he's probably better than James Harden. Like I'll give, I'll take Kevin Durant over well, Kobe. Well, we'll see you what put Kevin Durant with Shaq. Well, let's see what he finishes up. You got to see the whole career. You know, right. when a guy like Kobe's retired and Michael Jordan's retired, their resume's done. It's yep. there. LeBron. You don't have to worry about it. He's there no matter what happens yep. now. You know, it would be better for him if he wins another title, you know, to make that uh, championship run look a little bit better. But he's obviously in the discussion of the top two or three. I think as impressive as it is that LeBron's made, what, eight straight finals now or whatever it is, mm-hmm. that's obviously very impressive. But a knock on it is he's lost five of those. Right. You can't be put, you can't be the greatest of all time and lost five. Five it's a legit times. stat. Like, you got to throw into their overall career record. Without best, best career move he ever made. And, and guys, we got to we got to be honest with each other. I mean, the bottom line is this is a you know the podcast is the way it is because you got all these different generations, and you definitely are going to root for people that you watch and people that represent your generation. But it's all relative. It's all relative, and yeah, I think it's it's the game that you grow up grew up on. Because obviously, like I never watched Bill Russell. I watched the tail end of Magic Johnson's career. So, and the tail end of Larry Bird. So the Larry Bird I remember watching was like some dude you see down at the Y, like just camping yeah. out behind the three yeah. point line. I mean, and that so, was right in my sweet spot. I mean, right. the Bad Boys and Larry Bird and the and the Magic Lakers. I was I was digging the NBA big time in those yep. days. It's a little tougher for me nowadays, to be honest with you. There's a lot of other stuff going on in my life. But I'll start watching now the playoffs. It's time. Playoffs is when they turn it on. I, I love the NBA playoffs. I do, too. I don't watch much of the regular season, but I will definitely be checking out the playoffs. I you, I mean, the NBA, like, on the court, playoff time, it's you got to watch it. I personally right. watch all the time. But, like, just the off the court that comes with the NBA, like, social media, it's just it's better than any other sport. They've okay. got the, – like when you I see like so. subtweeting and you know like the Donovan Mitchell Ben Simmons like argument like rookie jacket, yep. mm-hmm. it's just stuff like that. That's what that's what makes the NBA so compelling to me. All right, yep. quick quick pick, guys. What do you think in the NBA? I think it all depends on if Curry can come back and actually be healthy for the Warriors. Because if if he comes back and is actually healthy, I I still think it's the Warriors. But you think Houston he... beats Golden State if Golden State doesn't have Curry, or can Golden State still beat him? They still got some talent to, on right. that team. I think the Warriors or the the Rockets could beat them without Curry. I do think they can beat them. Okay, but if, I think the champions coming out of the West. Whoever wins the West, that's my thing. And you think I, Cleveland? Everybody says the four seed Cleveland going going to the finals. 
What do you think about the the streak the young guys in Philadelphia have been on? I mean, that's a fun team to watch. They're fun to watch. They, they are. Um, I know they play tomorrow when this airs, so I'm definitely looking forward to watching them. I don't get where people are saying they're going to beat Cleveland. Like Cleveland, until they finally lose, I'll, I'm not going right. to sell early on that. Like They're going to go to the finals every year. It sure looks like it. As long as the I'm, Browns I'm, picking, the, I'm picking the 76ers. I, I like the underdog. We've talked a lot about underdogs tonight. And who doesn't like Iverson in that crossover? He's a hell of a player. <laughs> he is. Yeah, killer crossover. Yeah. You got Jordan on it, too. <laughs> I think, yeah, Allen Iverson, that's another guy. Like, I mean, yeah, he was really good. I loved watching. Like, that's like, that was kind of the start of my NBA, like, watching. Right. But I just, I don't know. He was another one of those guys. Again, how many championships do you win? Yeah, zero. So, right. I mean, he's the best player he ever played with is probably Eric Snow. Yeah, that's true too. (laughs) I only know him. He's like he was on like his wife was on like Basketball Wives or something. So you probably do you know Basketball Wives? Yes, I've heard of it. I haven't really watched it, but I've heard of it. (laughs) So that's like no, it's one of those dumb reality things, (laughs) isn't it? I am not big in reality. No, this is real enough, fellas. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't know if we got anything else to wrap up with. You got anything else you want to get off your list? No. It's been a lot of uh, fun. I guess actually yeah, I do. Okay. I think it's important that uh that Jack you address uh there's a lot of rumors ro- rolling around that you have erectile dysfunction. <laughs> do you want to address those rumors? <laughs> Well, this uh, podcast better not be on your resume, young lad. There's a lot of things about you out there, uh, you know, chasing women on campuses. Uh, But, uh, look, that's my business. I will plead the fifth. But let's just say that my wife is very happy. How about yours? (laughs) That's true. You got me there. All right, fellas, this this has been a blast. I hope you get into town more often, Matt. Yeah, we'll have to do it more. Come up and okay. see the folks. We'll schedule this again, all right? Sounds good. But, uh, again, we want to get comments from people out there. We keep racking up more and more listeners every week. And uh, the best way to reach out to us, if you've got a special guest, uh, any suggestions for topics for us to get into, the best way to do it is email us at 3pointpod at gmail.com. I'd say that's the best way. Also, hit us up on Twitter. Our Twitter feeds are on our, our pages for SoundCloud and iTunes and whatnot. But you can hit me at Z92.5SportsGuy. Matt, you're at? Burnsy381. And at Jared Fattel. And even Jack Strap. You got Jake to help you out. And hook you up on Twitter. We love it. At JackStrap88. I've been noticing you've been doing a lot of tweets there, Jack. Well, you know, I just can't stop talking, except with Twitter, you don't have to. Absolutely. And again, I want to thank our sponsors, Rivals Tap House and Grill, the Corona Connection, and our home right here in O-Town, the Z92.5 Castle Studios. This has been a Sportsnet Michigan production, and until next time, thanks for listening to Three Point Podcast.